On a lonely strip of road along the Atlantic coast of Florida, right where the sand dunes rise up, blocking your view of the ocean to the east, there is a huge statue. I'd like to tell you about how I found it. That is where our story this season begins. I'm Nick D'Alessandro, and this is Wait 5 Minutes, a podcast about Florida by a Floridian. One week from today is the first episode of season six, but today is our prologue, the beginning of our journey from winter to spring in the Sunshine State, and I thought this statue might be the best place to start. We're halfway between Jacksonville Beach and the city of St. Augustine, an oft-forgotten strip of land with a diversity of sites and ecosystems. Driving south from Jack's Beach, you pass through the beautiful beachside towns with suburban roads leading right up to the Atlantic, Past that, you enter a wealthier region with massive mansions swelling atop the sand dunes. At that point, if you're like me, you're desperate to see the ocean. Every few moments, land dips, and you hope that you'll see a flicker of the blue-gray ocean, but the land, alas, rises again, and you're back in your canyon. Eventually, you pass out of the residential region and into a nature reserve, one I'd somehow never heard of. It's called the Guana Tolomato Matanzas National Estuarine Research Reserve. The first three names, Guana, Tolomato, and Matanzas, are all connected to the rivers that run through the area. I'm sure the name Tolomato sticks out to you from last season, as that is also the name of the oldest cemetery in St. Augustine. For expediency, most people just call the reserve GTM Reserve. The GTM Reserve is quite unique in that it is an extraordinarily rare type of protected land. You see, in this country, there are only 29 areas like GTM Reserve, specifically designed to research and analyze estuaries. They are operated in conjunction with local governments and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA. These reserves are all over the coastal states. Most coastal states have at least one. South Carolina has two. California and Florida both have three. Estuaries are all over Florida. These essential flows of water make up a large part of our ecosystem. Put simply, estuaries are areas where freshwater rivers flow out to the ocean, making for a brackish mixture. Brackish meaning a combination of fresh and salt water. They are all over our coast, breaking up the land in tiny streaming lines throughout. Passing through the GTM reserve, they slip in and out of sight. Eventually, you do get an opportunity to stop and get a good look at them. There's a parking lot to the side, offering you beach access across the street and over the dunes. It's there, at this strip of asphalt, that I found a statue of Ponce de Leon. If you've seen one statue of Juan Ponce de Leon, you've seen them all. The man is memorialized in only one way, honestly. His classic Spanish Navy helmet atop his head, his short stature rising on a pedestal, and a hand cast out to the horizon, his squinted gaze looking to his supposed new world. Usually, this sort of statue is placed in an obvious location, the most famous being right in the middle of Bridge Street in St. Augustine. But this one is unique. He looks over a near-desolate parking lot, the only structure in the area being a porta potty. Seriously. From his vantage point, he can likely see the estuaries to the west of this location. At first glance, it feels like a completely bizarre choice to place Ponce here in the middle of nowhere, but he's not here by chance. He was placed here in 2013, as this site was dedicated on the 500-year anniversary of when it is believed Juan Ponce de Leon first saw the land he would eventually call Florida. Many historians have analyzed records from the expedition and have come to an essential conclusion. This was the spot where Ponce first caught sight of Florida and eventually landed a few days later. 
right here on this isolated strip of land was the first sight of this land that the Spanish ever caught sight of. If you cross the road and scale the steep wooden stairway to the top of the dune, another sign gives you specific directions. Look out to the sea, then turn your head slightly to the left. When I arrived, it was an extraordinarily windy day, gray and overcast. A slight mist poured from the sea, so as I cast my eye out toward the ocean, all I could see was the fog out over the Atlantic. But it doesn't take much to imagine Ponce's ship, his crew peering out at this great unknown, unaware of the people who already lived here, unaware of the troubles that they would all soon face, and unaware of the five complicated centuries that would follow. It started right there, out in the mist. It's odd to find places of such import that somehow appear just like regular old spots in plain view. Everything we do today in Florida was fundamentally changed by the man whose statue overlooks this parking lot. The course of human history changed right here. If that's not important, I don't know what is, but this quiet pocket where that story is told isn't trying to be grand or self-important. It's not glamorous or over the top. It knows exactly what it is supposed to be. And if you happen to find it in your travels, well, then this little treasure is just for you. So this season is all about those places. And I mean, literally, the places. We've talked about hope and change, myths and misconceptions. But for this season, I'd like to take you to a few buildings, literally structures, where important things have happened or are happening. Within a few walls, under a thin roof, in our state and out, our lives, our destinies can change in a totally random, seemingly insignificant building. For example, in a now abandoned grocery store beneath an underpass in Jacksonville, or in an unassuming motel in a quiet beach town, or in a thatched roof made entirely of dried out palmetto leaves, or in a massive arena now lost to time, or even in an old church up in Boston, Massachusetts. In those places, our histories as Floridians shifted without any warning, and we all just live in the fallout of everything that happened next. This season, season six on Wait Five Minutes, the buildings that shaped us. Thank you so much for listening to this prologue of season six. I am so glad that you are here. If you have somehow never listened to this show before, you're in the right place. There are some amazing stories ahead, and season six is the perfect place to jump in. If you're looking for a good place to go back to while you wait for season six to get going, why not enjoy our previous season? Season five was such a delight to make. The episodes within it are amazing. You are going to love it. If you did enjoy this episode, please consider leaving a five-star review below. It helps the show become more visible, especially as season six is just ramping up, and it means the world to me. You can also find me and share the episodes on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WFMPod. If you want to send me a message, you can do so at WFMPod at gmail.com, and you can follow my personal account on Twitter at WFMNick. I look forward to hearing from you. All the music used in this episode is from Lobo Loco. You can find more of their fabulous music at the link below. I'll see you next Monday with the first episode of Season 6, our premiere, about Florida's connection to the American Revolution and all the what-ifs that you may not know exist. Until then, I'm Nick D'Alessandro, 
Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Wear a mask when you go outside. And please, drink more water. Have a good week. I'll see you on the first.